beautifully was that timed. Bienvenidos a otro episodio. <laughs> ¿Cómo están todos? Um, welcome back, everybody, uh, uh, to an impromptu uh, uh, episode of the Deductionist podcast. Uh, mine and Adam's schedules have misaligned uh, this week, and I'd already missed uh, uh, Tuesday's post uh, thanks to thanks to scheduling and this type of thing. So I thought it best to at least get this done so we can keep in touch uh, and, ke and keep this moving movement going. I hope you're all keeping well. Uh, I'm in a change of location to the norm and I can even, uh, I can even show you this as well. Ah, look who's here. Ah. Hey, hey, hey. Say hello to the internet, buddy. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, su he's suffering today, it's very cold. Um, as as well it is for probably most of you, uh, uh, unless some of you out there live on the equator. Oh, that's going the wrong way. We'll come back this way. There we go. So yeah, that's the reason why I'm wearing my coat indoors, my gloves indoors. It's minus eight degrees. And so, uh, I mean, that's not the coldest place on the planet. I was speaking to my uh, my friend who's from Norway the other day, and she sent me a a screenshot of her brother's car dashboard, and it said minus twenty seven, uh, uh, minus twenty seven. So uh, yeah, that's that's pretty cold. <laughs> that's pretty cold. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's lots of things going on. There's there's lots of things happening in the world. There's there's lots of things that I feel uh, the deductionist could offer. There, uh, well, I'm, I'm saying the deductionist like it's some arrogant third person perspective about myself. What a wanker I would be if that was the case. No, I mean all of you guys, everyone, inclusive of me, we're all deductionists. If you if you read books on the topics, if you if you develop your skills within this world, if you practice, if you're diligent with this, then you're a deductionist, right? You, that's what you are. Um, so there are there are many things that I feel that kind of rational mindset could have an opinion on and seek to help. Uh, and and well, obviously we could have an opinion on frigging anything we want, but whether it would be of value and insight is what I mean. Uh, perhaps not illustrated in the most erudite manner, uh, perhaps not illustrated in the most put together response, but this is an impromptu stream. It is just me uh, and and my coffee. Uh, I think uh, I think Craig, if he's out there in the ether, will recognize <coughs> excuse me, will recognize this. It says, uh, uh, you know my methods, Watson. Stir twice, anti-clockwise. <laughs> Whereas I am quite clearly on the spectrum. I, uh, I'm, I'm not quite. I'm not quite that bad. I don't care which way you stir it. Um. So that got me thinking about what it is that the that the particulars of the skill sets uh, and the particulars of the skills in general what they are i um i did a a 90 second podcast for uh videos for coaches it's liam's it's liam's uh podcast uh we all know liam uh, i did i did a 90 second version um of um what's what skills do you think you would need to be to be a deductionist or or at least to be a uh, a, a competent one 
And if you've listened to the podcast for any stretch of time, you will know that I I I like to talk. <laughs> I like it when people let me talk. Um, I don't care if people let me talk at times. I will just talk uh, about this life and and what it means and well what I feel that it means because I'm by no means uh, the, the kind of uh, arbiter of insight and wisdom on the topic. There are thousands. Uh, there are thousands in this field. Only a handful that do it uh, that do it strictly. But that's that's for another day. So I thought it would be of value. I thought it would be of interest and insight to talk to you about some of the skills and really open them up and like to see if we can decide or at least come to an agreed upon opinion of what the single most important skill to have as a deductionist would be. It's, it still cracks me up that that term, that term has followed me around uh, for, for ages. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, that, that I know where I saw it from. It's by no means something that I came up with, um, but it's, it's something that many have quite lovingly, I feel it's lovingly, uh, attributed to me. So <laughs> it, I, I kind of turned it into a, 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 an opening line in my show, um, which was, uh, uh, hello, uh, I am Ben Cardle, a.k.a. The Deductionist, and what that means is I can make up cool words for my job <laughs> because that's all it really means. You can, uh, you can uh, a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet, right? So... When I was when I was on the ninety second podcast, I was talking to um, well, I was talking to no one. I was in an ice bath, um, which shows the change in temperature. It was uh, I think it was two or three degrees um, when I was taking an ice bath. Um, uh, anyway, I'm about to digress, and I was talking about uh, uh, some of the skills needed: good memory, uh, uh, reasoning skills knowledge of many psychologies, knowledge of the sciences, uh, and and these kinds of uh, uh, building blocks. But the main thing that stood out to me about that, which I felt that I, I couldn't communicate in, um, in only 90 seconds, would be your, would be your mindset, would be your mindset. Because after all, that is going to be the thing that facilitates your ability to use all of these other bits of information, use all of your memory skills, use all of your knowledge of psychologies and the sciences and yada, 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 and, and, and all the other list goes on. If you do not take care of what it is that this can do, then you will struggle to be able to utilize it successfully, right? Take for example, the the, the kind of obvious um, drinking episode. I was trying to think of a polite word then. <laughs> the obvious drinking episode um, from, uh, from BBC Sherlock's uh, 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 
I think it would be a stag night. It wasn't technically a stag night. They were only out for a couple of hours. <laughs> Sherlock and John getting pissed. And uh, uh, Sherlock was walking around looking at the big chair, city thing, bright stuff over there. And they were putting the, 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 the codes on the screen. That is a very obvious example of the the mind not being able to facilitate what's there because alcohol is stopping it. Now I'm I'm not saying that you have to immediately become teetotal. I'm not. I I I enjoy a social drink, of course. But this is merely to highlight the strength that your mindset needs to have in order to use all of these other things that are built on top of it. If you've ever looked at anything that's called um, cognitive load theory, if I was being really semantic uh, about it and trying to put it in the biggest nutshell that I possibly can, the, 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 the hard and fast rule of it is, the more you have to think about, the more you're going to struggle, the more you're going to stifle your own words, the more you're going to inhibit your processes and on how they are uh, uh, able to get from information A to, uh, to answer B, right? So in order to streamline that, because we have to deal with a big cognitive load, <laughs> Got to be careful. I'm, I'm teeting on a smutty joke about <laughs> about loads. Um, you have to be careful uh, that your mindset isn't buried under the weight of what it is that we have to do. If you think about something as uh, as as work a day, as 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 uh, as people reading, right? You can think about. I'm not getting into the 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 whole body language debacle debate. Uh, in terms of what works, what doesn't, why. Uh, if you want to look at somebody who's providing uh, just a remarkable critique um, on on the topic and indeed what, what everyone's doing with body language on social media, um, the gentleman's name, I'm going to butcher the surname. I, he'll never watch this, so it's guilt-free. But just to warn you, I'm probably going to butcher the surname. His name is um, Vincent Deneau. Uh, it's French, so uh, it's a French name, so I'm guessing it's Dino, uh, D-E-N-A-U-L-T. Um, uh, that he and a few others run uh, the Deception Research Society, uh, of which uh, of which I am a member, uh, and they get together uh, professors and uh, and research teams to talk about the legitimacy of the practices. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. That's that's why. I'm not getting into that whole body language debate. But if you just look at something like body language in terms of what it compromises, you're looking at movement of the fingers, the hands, the arms, the elbows, any leg movement, breathing patterns, blink rates, uh, and energy levels, uh, uh, open positions, closed positions, uh, uh, confrontational, territorial, uh, uh, gestural timing, gestural emblems, uh, uh, asymmetry, gestural hemispheric tendencies, all of these types of things you can see, uh, and I didn't count, I stopped counting after 10, so I don't know what, maybe 15 things, all of those things you would get a lot of information from within a few seconds. That's a hell of a cognitive load. That's a hell of a cognitive load to bear when you think about the fact 
that you also need to be having a conversation, that you also need to be engaging uh, in, in the way that modern discourse happens, right? If you are not to tip the game that you are reading this person, if you are from an observational standpoint, if you are just employed to stand behind a one-way mirror, to look, to read, to offer your opinion on the topics, then th that's going to be better by no means easy but it's going to be better for you because the cognitive load is lessened by virtue of the fact that you don't have to engage you can just pay attention so for me when when you look at that question of what skills are needed versus what skill is the most important very often people will ask me um where, where, sh where should I start? What should I start reading? What skills should I start learning first? Etc. Etc. And I've gone through. I've gone through a few answers, and and there are there are caveats to each of them because if I were to simply reply to an email and say um, <laughs> that was great timing, <laughs> so I was about to say and say good morning, Ben. Good morning, board. Um, good morning. Uh, I, I, I hope you're keeping well. Um, if I was to simply reply to uh, an email by saying all of the skills are the most important and this one is uh, the most important as well. What does what does that even mean? It's <laughs> right. I know what it means, but this is why it needs this kind of format to really explain it uh, uh, to really explain it in full. So when you're looking at things like um, uh, 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 body language, facial reading, the sciences, the psychologies, all of this kind of material is a great bank of knowledge to have. But there are elements that supersede that such as your observation, your reasoning, your memory, right? And there are things that supersede that, your mindset. If you're not focused, if you're not aware, if you're not ready, if you're not in complete control of your mental faculties, your critical faculties, then you are going to struggle to apply them as the situation needs, right? So take, for example, Sorry, my uh, my coffee time is normally offset by Adam talking, <laughs> so you you're gonna have to put up with my occasional pauses because it's just me. The um, the, the 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 developmental stages of your mindset. What does that even mean? What is what does that entail? There are many things to this, and I've taught uh, my my one-on-one -on -one students. The, the the mindset curriculum that I go through in uh, 12 weeks 12 weeks total uh, and then we keep coming back to it periodically to test to top up right if you think about this kind of situation you are a plain clothes security officer this is a hypothetical I'm going to describe that to the best of my knowledge doesn't exist so just follow along you are a plain clothes security officer working in a high crime rate area and you are tasked with the protection of a bar and all of its patrons so not only do you have to be in plain clothes 
but you have to blend into the area. Look up the Gray Man, uh, the Gray Man theory. Uh, not the film on Netflix. It's a great film, but the the, the Gray Man theory uh, is is an is an element towards situational awareness that is very applicable. Look that up. We're not going to go into it right now. So there is the gray man element. There is the keeping track of all of the people that are existing in the room. There is the keeping track of all of their information, which if I was going to be semantic about it, would be would be clothing, would be movement, would be words, would be emotion, would be mood, would be clicks, would be groups, would be positions within the room. And then you've got to keep track of comings and goings, as in people leaving and new people coming in. Who's buying what? Who's alcohol fueled? Who's water fueled? Who's soda fueled? Who's playing pool? And all of this starts to add up. So if you aren't in complete control of this, all of that shit is going to wash on by you. It's going to wash on by you, which again is a catch 22 because we are human beings we can't function in the way that the terminator does sitting there constantly processing everything that is way too much and that is the antithesis of what we need to do to be able to be successful anyway because the terminator though they can take in and process everything it is one at a time that is a huge degree of focus we as humans need awareness to be expanded upon which comes back to our mindset of merely acknowledging all of the information that you see to acknowledge it sounds simple enough very very few of us do very few of us do because to use that kind of tried and tested example there is the uh, the concern of what should i be looking for what should I notice first? What should I focus on? What is the most standout thing in this room? Already, you are more focused about yourself rather than the information that's being communicated to you. And that's where the real change is in terms of your mindset. You would need to go completely from closed to open. I've changed the meaning uh, in terms of how I teach it. Uh, in terms of locusts of control. If you look up the true uh, clinical definition of, of locusts of control, it is uh, in response to external forces having an impact on what it is that you do. Right. So if you're taking ownership of failings, successes, etc., etc., you have internal locusts. If you are blaming other things for your failings, for your successes, you have external. That's the technical meaning. For me... I'm looking at internal locusts of, if I'm too internal, I'm too controlled, I'm too focused on this tiny little voice inside of my head that's, that's voicing my concerns, that's voicing my stresses, that's making me focus on things that I don't really want to or need to. That's, that's my version of an internal locust. For me to be external, I am open, receptive, present. To be truly present, now that isn't anywhere near as spiritual as it sounds to have presence in a, mo in a moment. What is the sound of one hand clapping? It's not about that. If you're going to be present, 
in a moment, you are there. You are listening to people engaging in conversation, acknowledging the background music, acknowledging the smell of the cocktail that somebody dropped at the other end of the bar, acknowledging the swear words that are getting louder and louder over there between two guys wearing opposing team soccer shirts, right? This kind of engagement within each and every moment is going to facilitate a stronger mindset and it's something that we can practice every day it's something that we can practice every day it's mostly akin to that term mindfulness me i hate that term i hate it and the the, the main reason behind it within each of the studies within uh, 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 and I'm saying studies not in terms of the, 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 the kind of clinical published documents, but the, the, the books, the texts, uh, these, these, these things that are written on mindfulness, um, the, you know, the internet articles. It boils down to be more mindful. That's what it boils down to. Take stock of this, take stock of this, remember to breathe, remember to engage. How the fuck is that applicable to anybody's lifestyle? So, oh, we've had uh, we've had something come in. Um, I think uh, a board says I think cell phones made it worse. People lose almost completely their awareness with it. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Now I'm I'm all for an aimless scroll, but when I'm in the bath. Or, or, you know, when uh, when I have five minutes after my language class is finished and my wife's watching something on the TV, because I take I take my language classes on my phone. Um, this type of I'm all for an aimless scroll. We can't be working all the time. All 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 work and no play makes deductionists dull boys and girls, right? However, the the, the phones are 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 a great example. How many people? lose awareness of their surroundings while they're texting and almost walk into traffic. It happens. It happens, it happens, it happens. So when we look at engagement, presence in each moment, we can simply acknowledge the things that we're seeing. We can simply acknowledge it to stay there, to remain in the sphere, in the orbit of all of this information that's being communicated to us, right? As we're having a conversation right now, um, a weird conversation because I can't hear or see you guys. But as we're having a conversation right now, I can I can hear the movements that my wife's making upstairs because she's letting me do this. She's staying upstairs out of the way when the, when she comes down, the dogs go nuts, and they've they know that I've been downstairs for a while, so they've got used to my company. Blah blah blah. You, it's information you didn't need to know, but I'm taking stock uh, of all of that. I'm taking stock of the cars. Uh, that, that drive past. I'm taking stock of the birds that keep coming to all the feed that we lay out for them on the table. I'm taking stock of the fact that my toes are currently freezing because I don't, well, they're not literally freezing. That's a needless exaggeration. They're, they're, they're very cold. And I'm taking stock of information of how I've engaged with the rest of the house throughout, throughout the course of previous days to try and find where my slippers are. Uh, because I've hit that kind of peak old man status where I'm, I'm, I need my slippers when I'm in the house in order to keep my feet warm. Now, if I were so internally focused um, on this stream of consciousness and the information that I have to give to you about skills and about um, how I believe that they should be trained, 
then I wouldn't be able to keep track of all of this other information. I would have to focus on the next point and the next point and the next point and the next point, yada, yada, yada. And all of this other information would pass me by. You open that up, you become more externally focused, right? You can see where I, why I started to change the title. You become more externally focused and this information gets to come along for the ride by virtue of your engagement. Um, yeah, another 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 comment come in. Disabling phone notifications was the best thing I did this year. 100% agreed. 100% agreed. If I didn't have to take so many calls through the early hours, because uh, a, a lot of the work that I do is 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 based overseas, uh, America, South America, India, Australia. Um, it's time zone difference, so obviously I have to keep my notifications on. But if I could do that. I would love to do that because the moments when I'm getting to relax, I'm sitting in bed. How many people are constantly scrolling whilst they're in bed, relaxing? What's the point of that? Swap that out. Here's, here's a tip that I give to people looking to develop their engagement. Take this or don't. It's, it's entirely up to you, entirely your call. So in order for you guys to get a specific feedback measure in terms of how engaged, how present you are with your day-to-day -day activities to monitor where your mindset is being strengthened and where it is being weakened, a daily recall. What's a daily recall? So at the end of the day, I will sit there and go from the second I open my eyes. What did I do? What did I see? Who did I talk to? What were they wearing? What did they say? How did I feel? What did I eat? What did they eat? What did they smell like? What was their hair like? Uh, uh, were they in a mood? Did they talk about work? Did they have any dates coming up? Um, did they have any interviews coming up? Did they mention a, a Christmas present offhand that they may have liked? And I'm building into this detail, 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 detail. And now what you get out of that is multifaceted. You get to build into yourself a natural, almost reflexive. Uh, and when I say reflexive, I mean like a reflex, like it just happens. Uh, a almost reflexive engagement with information, right? So what I would do is at the start, I, I don't I don't make notes on this anymore. I don't need to because I can keep it all here. But at the start, I would make notes on what it is and then I would look, okay, I got this from this kind of conversation. I got this from this journey. I got this from this moment. I got this from the, with this when I was walking the dogs. And I would make notes of how much detail I was able to get from one setting, how much I was able to get for another, and look for where the, uh, the, the positive and the negative ends of that spectrum were. Because if it is, then I'm getting very little information from, say, um, when I walk the dogs, right? You could argue that it's trees, it's the occasional other dog walker, and the weather and or music slash podcast that you're listening to which isn't even kind of true <laughs> when you look at the kind of information that can be communicated. Uh, uh, I mean, especially if you've looked at the work of Tristan Gooley, it's a bit specialist uh, in that area, but there is information to be found there uh, uh, that, that we can use on a non-verbal deductionist kind of level. 
and you get to build into it this acknowledgement. So, okay, when I go and walk the dogs, I need more presence. I need more engagement. So as I'm walking around, I would pur purposefully acknowledge more. Purposefully acknowledge more. And here's the, here's the analogy. Think of a TV show that you like, whatever that is, whether it's Game of Thrones, Sherlock, Psych, Prison Break, um, Wednesday, uh, 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 Suits, anything, right? Think of a TV show that you like. Then think of a TV show that you've had to watch some of, but you didn't like. For me, that would be any soap opera. Uh, I've watched one episode of Love Island to know uh, uh, that, that I hated it and have an informed decision on the, on the matter. Where are my information levels there? At this stage, I can't recall a great many detail about the episode of Love Island that I watched, other than the overriding fact <laughs> that I hated it. I got more information and continually store lots of information. Uh, like right now, I could probably do you the entire 10 seasons of Friends script in order. Right? I could probably do that with Psych, the mentalist lied to me and everything else as well. But uh, Friends is the more, uh, is the more uh, uh, congenial example. Um, and, and this is what I'm talking about, engagement. You engage with that which you like, with that which you enjoy, with that which connects to you emotionally. When you are walking the dogs to use that, you might disengage because you're cold and uncomfortable if it's cold weather. Or there are those out there that actually think the dog walking is a chore. No disrespect, no judgment, but that, that is an emotional reaction to that, which means your engagement of information from that particular situation is never, ever going to be as strong. You see the change? So you get your emotions intact, which are a part of your mindset. And this type of information you get is, is huge. It gets to come along for free. So... In terms of what skills you need to be able to do this, the 90-second podcast that I did on videos for coaches, I, I, I mean, I encourage you to go uh, go and check it out. I'll leave a link in the description when this goes live um, uh, on, on Friday because as I'm recording this now, it's, it's, it's currently Thursday. Um, so I'll, I'll leave a link in the description for it. All of that information there you can actively source yourself, textbooks, courses, teachers, lessons, all of this stuff, it exists, it's out there in the ether. Yeah, I could talk about it till the cows come home, but I am by no means as experienced as the teachers, the masters in the topic. When there is something that I want to know more about, I go and speak to the masters. I go and speak to the people that know. Those are the people that are, that are going to help me grow you can get all that from there your mindset is something that comes from here and here working together working together a lot of people think that that the the emotional qualities being antagonistic to clear reasoning you have to shut off your emotions completely no you don't not at all not at all what you do is you have to control it you have to understand its information 
and build up your capability to acknowledge, okay, this little voice inside of my head is saying X, Y, and Z. I don't have to act on it, but there's information I can work with. It helps with compassionate understanding of problem solving within people that you don't necessarily like or, or agree with on a moral standpoint. I recently had to spend um, 23 hours looking through information that, God, it, it made me feel sick. Um, but that information is not relevant, uh, as in my feelings, is not relevant to the information that I'm seeing. It can have the potential to skewer the, the reads that I make on that. So in order to make sure that I'm presenting my findings as as straight and as fair and is in line with how that information is being shown to me, I can acknowledge my, my, my emotional side. I don't have to listen to it, I don't have to pay attention to it. I can crack on and examine all of the other options and all of the other variables there. Um, uh, board says that's that's why some people are better at deducing curls. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know, uh, maybe uh, yeah, you could make the argument that that's that's where the whole um, pickup artistry comes from. I use artistry uh, because that's their term. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's I, I I don't I don't vibe with that kind of stuff at all. Um, it's 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 a it's a gross entity. Uh, entity. Um, any other exercises you re you recommend doing, like the daily recall? Th there are thousands, thousands I could give to you right now that I've come up with over the years. But that one alone needs to be developed over time, right? Just because it's the one exercise. Uh, whether you are doing this or whether you're not, I don't know, but just to cover all of my bases, just because it's the one one exercise, please don't misconstrue it as it being just one thing. Like I could be doing more because it's just one thing. That one thing takes stock of the previous 18 hours or so of information that you've been awake for, however or however long it is that you're awake in those moments, right? So the daily recall is just a great, simple direction to get you started on engagement, right? Because it's easy, you can just go about your day and then at the end of it, right? This is why always, 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 even now as my son's, my son's 17 uh, and my daughter's, uh, my daughter's in high school as well, she's 12, even now, I will still ask them about their day. What did they do first? What did they do second? What did they do after that? What did they have for lunch? Um, no, not my daughter because she takes packed lunches, so I prepare them. That'd be a stupid question. <laughs> but and I'm getting them to go through this school day recall themselves so they can build into it engagement. So they can build into it informational recall. A little bit more of a challenge with my daughter than it is my son, um, <laughs> because uh, my my daughter and I were, were into were into different things. Uh, my son grew up. Um, whether whether it was parental influence or not, I don't know. I never pushed him to it, but he grew up interested in the sciences. He grew up interested in music. Um, my daughter now is moving more in towards uh, uh, writing and authorial viewpoints. And whereas there are much more learned people uh, in that field than me, I have written and published 
um, both fiction and non-fiction. So she comes to me and we, we, we vibe and we talk and we, we, uh, we, we enjoy all of that debacle. And their, their grades are reflective of that engagement, reflective of that engagement. And so this is something, this kind of recall element that has a multifaceted capability because it doesn't require the active engagement of a memory method. It doesn't require a, 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 you know, a method of loci or a memory palace or a link or any, any of the other techniques that are out there. It just requires you to listen, to pay attention, to engage. When you add memory techniques on the top of that, your retention through the roof, through the roof. For me, I wanted to build my, uh, 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 this is 13-year-old this is me. Now, this is 13-year-old me saying this. I wanted to build my retentive capabilities from me watching Jackie Chan films into my everyday life. Because I would watch a Jackie Chan film once or twice, and yeah, I'd, I'd know the script and whatnot, but I'd also know the moves, I'd know the fights. I'd know the specific positions, the sounds that bad guys would make when they got punched in the face. Uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd get involved in it that way and I would only pay attention to it once or twice. What is that kind of transferable element? And I built these methods out of that. And so my natural engagement now, my natural uh, retentive capacity is, is, is massive, is massive for the work that I do. It's, it's still a challenge when I'm doing um, a specific memory competition drills, uh, you know, cards, numbers, words, uh, uh, all, all of this kind of thing, because it's a very different style of, of memorizing. Ask any mentathlete, they'll tell you the same. You know, it's not like we can go through our day-to-day -day lives engaging with people in conversations whilst wearing sound-canceling headphones and blinkers. It doesn't work that way. So when you look at the skills that you should develop. When people ask me what to, what to read, what to, what courses to take, take them all. Take them all within the fields, any of them. Right? I've taken so many terrible courses over my day, uh, over my days, so many. But if you think of that kind of communicative information as wasted time, that's, that's to me, I, I, would, I would call that the, the, the wrong idea, the wrong analogy. When you're looking at courses that you have taken, how do you know they were shit? How do you know they didn't provide any value? How do you know that? You need to research, you need to apply, you need to test, you need to corroborate. Therefore, you're engaging with the material. To know something's good, valuable, applicable, you got to use it. To know th something's bad, worthless, terrible, you have to use it. Right? How do you know you don't like certain foods? You have to try them. So when it comes to books, courses, take them all within the respective fields. Don't worry about if you should or shouldn't read it. Don't worry about if you should or shouldn't watch it. Listen. Right? Get involved get this engagement tactic. So what you build then is this control over, it's, it's like a cerebral freeze, fight and flight, right? Of whether you should engage or not, because you, you are building into you this just, 
this just engage just do this response of just i'm listening and i'll decide afterwards if it's worthless because if i'm deciding during that's a bias that's emotional engagement i've not listened to the complete point yet you see how this starts to pan out and this is why daily recalls are massive uh, and the mindset is that the most important thing the most important thing um, but based on that I would still love to hear what you guys think is the most important thing and if you if you differentiate from uh, my opinions on what I've spoken to you about here then I'd love to know so we can we can talk about this and grow and develop and get better together right because we're all on the same team after all so with that in mind folks oh here we go we've had a, had a, a comment pop in from facebook um while in public transportation i pay attention to people's clothes i'm too much of a noob to do proper deduction but paying attention is a great exercise in itself it keeps me calm for some reason and that's just great well, I, I love to hear that you're getting something positive out of it from uh, from your soul, uh, uh, almost that way around. Um, I, I would watch the self-talk angle of too much of a noob to do proper deduction. What what does what does proper proper deduction mean? What does that look like? What does it entail? Uh, I, I'd just be careful uh, of pushing other people or other things or other books or other courses ahead of where you are right you might not be able to get the information out that you want but it's yet and i have no idea if you if you feel that way or you don't already i'm just saying that as an observation because that can affect your mindset the stories that you tell yourself you can't think yourself smarter uh, as a result as a result of telling yourself better stories but it is a way to build in control over that little voice inside of your head it starts with things like god i'll never get that change it to I haven't got it yet give yourself permission to grow in that area right that's what I that's what I love so thanks for uh, it's popped up as a as Facebook user so whoever that was thank you very much for your comment um, with that in mind guys I am going to love you and leave you and I will uh, I'll, I'll talk to you all real soon take care bye bye <laughs>